You hear this? Those are crickets. I'm not outside. I'm in my kitchen. I guess this is payback for using the cricket sound on my podcast. This cricket has been active for a minute. I got the spray ready. If I see him, I just, you know, whack him, but I don't see him, so I don't have to spray the area, but I'm in the kitchen. I don't want to have to clean out the whole kitchen and redo a whole bunch of stuff because I sprayed the club up like the Orkin man. This cricket must be stopped. I thought it was funny just playing a little cricket sound. Thought it meant something. It was all good. Now, it's on. Where did I park? Where did I park? Welcome to another journey of trying to find out where did I park? I'm your host, Chris, better known as CP, and I'm here to park some of my thoughts and feelings so I can clear my head and get my life together. So here goes nothing. It's much quieter in here now. I got that sucker. Woo! It only took me like two days, so don't judge me. Hey, but at least he's gone. That joint was killing me. He was literally just buzzing along. Then as soon as you get close, he'd stop. I emptied the clip on him though. Raid, seven dust, everything else that I had at my disposal. He's gone now. Hope he didn't have anybody with him because they're gonna be mad. Save that stuff for outside. <sighs> Where did I park? So big thanks to everybody who tuned in last week to the news network. It was cool to go over some of the current events and just give my take on things. Uh, I'll probably get into that a little bit more this week, but yeah, it was just fun. Uh, sometimes you got to unload. Sometimes you got to uh, just talk about it and move on. There's so many things that are happening. You can't cover them all, but the world will try to make you feel like you're supposed to. So anyways, thank you everybody for tuning in and thank you for telling a friend to listen and Thank you for telling that friend to listen and let's just keep growing. Also, before I forget, let me give a super big shout out to the Lady and the Gentleman podcast. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I appreciate the shout. Appreciate you guys listening. I uh, look forward to hearing what you guys got coming up in this next season. Uh, hopefully the football gods will be kind to you. But if not, you know I will be there to hate. Uh, but anyways, man, I appreciate it. Thank you for looking out. Thank you for sharing and reposting and all that good stuff. Uh, Let's continue to build together. So you heard my fun tale about the cricket earlier today, but I think the biggest thing that I just keep harping on is it was all good. You know, it was all good just a week ago or a year ago or a day ago, whichever your time frame is. But how about my phone? I mean, I love my phone. It's got all my good stuff. I got a whole bunch of apps. Got all the games in the world uh, just because it's relaxing and it's fun. And then uh, Jackson likes to play it when I'm not playing them and they go onto the iPad. So 
It's my phone, and it's got a whole bunch of pictures, baby pictures, family pictures. Um, you got a huge gift library, videos. You know, it's a phone. We all got them. We're all doing too much with them, but, you know, mine is what it is. It's mine. So I don't know when I realized it, but at one point, uh, I could only answer the phone on Bluetooth because my speaker was tripping. And so I got used to that. And then next thing I know, I couldn't answer it at all. And I'm like, how did this happen? I'm doing all this troubleshooting and, you know, websites that are telling me what I need to do. And I try to do them. They don't work. End up calling the little tech support. That doesn't work. Put in a reservation at the Genius Bar. You know how that goes. And they looked at it for about four minutes and was like, oh, yeah, your phone broke. You want a new one? And I was like, yeah, give me a new one. They was like, no, you got to buy it. I was like, well, why are you advertising like it was like extra bacon? Yeah, I'll take extra bacon for a dollar. You was going to give me a new phone for like, you know, $50. I'd do it. You talking about full price? Not today. So it was all good until it wasn't. Now I'm on the hunt trying to find a phone. I'm at the different stores and I'm just like, look, I just need a phone. I just need to be able to make calls. As little as we talk on the phone these days, it's such a huge inconvenience not to be able to answer the phone or to make a call or when somebody calls you, especially with kids, you don't know if daycare is going to call or when school's in session, when school is going to call. You don't know when your wife is going to call. You don't know when your family's going to FaceTime because they want to see the kids. Like, super inconvenient and I can't do anything. So it was all good. And now I'm out here trying to figure out what I can do. I'm looking at flip phones on the side. I'm looking at prepaid burners. I'm trying to figure out what I can do to be able to make calls and receive them. Because right now my phone is just an iPod. Remember when they brought the iPods out that were all big and iPod Touch? Wasn't that what it was called? Where it was like everything but the phone? That's what I got. So if you call me, I'm going to text you back. Terrible. I need to see if like WhatsApp calling or anything like that works. If that works, you know, we might just be able to slide through the side for a minute. But it's so close to Apple release season. Like, why get a new phone now? At least let me hear what they're going to do to still be behind the eight ball that everybody still loves because they're Apple. Don't add me. I already know. What do I do? It was all good. So I had a really good weekend. Family went out to the water park. Everybody got wet. Cousins came in. We were living the dream. Kids were playing, jumping in, going down slides. <laughs> it was all good for Jace when he was going with his brother and his cousin. And then when he went down the slide by himself, things changed. That water hit him a little differently and he looked around and everybody was on the bottom waiting for him to come. And he was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. The lifeguard was looking at me like, Yeah, you gonna get your kid? And I'm like, nah, I just saw you yell at somebody for going up the slide. You're not about to yell at me. We look different. You do it, lifeguard. Help me. Help me. So the lifeguard slid him down to the point where I could catch him. And then he was like, that was fun. Let's do it again. I said, nah, man, it was all good till you stopped. You can't just stop in the middle of the slide. It's a water slide and he stopped in the middle. He was having fun, though. We all had fun. Ate good. Got beat up by the sun. Thought we were going to get a couple more hours out there. It was all good till it started raining. And that rain came down in a thunderous fashion. So then you had a whole entire park packing up all their little strollers and sun stations and umbrellas and 
extra flip-flops and swimming trunks and everybody rushing to their car and everybody trying to get out at the same time. It was messy, but we made it happen. Really good weekend though. Had two dates in one weekend. You know, that don't happen with three kids. That don't happen with one kid. So life was good, man. We were really rocking. And then I ran into the phone situation. So it was all good till it wasn't. Speaking of it all being good, back when uh, my phone actually worked, whenever I would drive off, whether it's taking the kids to school or going to work myself or going to run an errand and my wife calls, I automatically assume, assume that I missed something. I forgot to do something. I forgot to lock something. I left something behind. And it's for good reason because I've done all of that stuff. So it's not like it's just out of the blue. But like I get such anxiety and nervousness when that phone rings and it's her and I'm like, help me. Please don't tell me I forgot something important. Hopefully it's not something where I have to turn around. And I guess it's not fair because half the time it's just like, oh, hey, you know, such and such is happening. Or sometimes it's a funny joke. I'm just so paranoid about leaving something. It's like once you leave within that first five minute window, if you get a call, you're like, I automatically just start to turn around. And I was doing that and it was all good until it wasn't. I forgot my bag going to work and I had a whole bunch of work in there. Fortunately, I didn't have my badge in there. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to get in the door. But I really could have used that phone call to be like, Hey, you know you forgot your bag, dummy. But I didn't get it. So any other time when I get worried, it's about something either I needed to do and didn't or could do without. But I really could have used that reminder. It was all good until it wasn't. But what I did remember to bring was my workout bag. We got a gym at work. You know, it's cool. It's got treadmills and it's got some weights and I think an elliptical or two. I mean, it's enough to get a decent workout in. We got free weights. We got medicine balls. Like, it's decent. Um, the treadmills aren't my favorite. I think they're kind of slanted uphill, if you ask me. But that's also a fat guy running. So I'll blame it on the treadmill before I blame it on myself. Terrible. But yeah, we've got decent workout equipment. But also, uh, after work, if I'm not going to go there, if I need to beat traffic, I'll make it back to my side of town so I can get to the gym. Either way, I keep the bag with me so I can be ready. Um, and it's been all good for the most part. So earlier in the week, I go out there and I go to get uh, my bag out of my car and I got my stuff, but I guess I wasn't paying attention and I knocked my workout bag out and it fell on the ground and I didn't realize it. Shouldn't be a big deal, except the heavens opened up and it started to rain and rain it did so it just poured down for like a good 30 to 40 minutes uh in between morning meetings so i'm just looking outside happy go lucky like oh it's raining well that's good for my vegetables oh that's good for my grass it's all good you know everybody's like all right cool and so by the time the rain stops it's lunchtime. so i get ready to go out to my car go to lunch thinking that it's all good and then i look and see my gym bag is on the ground soaked Don't. from the 30 minute downpour because apparently I knocked it out of my car when I went to pick something up. Don't, don't, don't. So now my gym clothes are wet. It was all good. Not until it wasn't, but until they were soaking wet. Oh no. So I had to improvise, went to Walmart and got the uh, $4 special from some no name, no logo brand that barely fit. 
So I think I spent $8 on shirt and pants and just put a workout together. It was so disappointing. I didn't even save them. So it was all good until it rained and until my new clothes didn't fit. Something's got to give. Don't judge me either. This is the second episode where a household critter has gotten the best of me. First it was the spider, now it's the cricket. I'm not going to have too much more of this. Where did I park? So last night, I was getting ready to go to bed, tucked everybody in, made sure all the doors were locked and the alarm was on, got upstairs, just getting my PJs ready, pulled back the cover, got ready to get in the bed, and I just happened to glance down at my watch before I took it off. And suddenly I remembered that I didn't work out today. And all three of my Apple Watch rings weren't closed. I had about 20 or so calories that were left and it was 11.55. And I just had this moment of fear and panic. Oh no. So I pulled the sheet back and I ran downstairs and I ran the most aggressive Olympic four by four around my living room and kitchen and did everything I could with aggressive jumping jacks. Like I just created a new workout program called 1156. And I did everything possible. 1201, I look, I see that I've accomplished my goal. And I'm like, cool, did that. Woo! It was all good until 1155. So then I get back upstairs feeling accomplished. And I'm like, dang, I did too much. My PJs are like sweaty. So I'm like, that's cool. I'll just switch them out. Switched them out, got in the bed, and I was hot as hell. We had just turned the air up because it was getting too cold with the AC blowing at night. Turned it up so it was already a degree warmer. And then I'm in here from the Olympic uh, sprint that I did, and now I'm sweating. It was all good until I looked and it was one and I'm still up and I'm still hot. I gotta make better choices. Message! And in TV news, does anybody watch Suits? That was the show. I watched that from the beginning. Mike Ross was the man. Even though when I talked to my lawyer friends, some of those situations were highly, 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 highly dramatized and things don't always work that fast or that well or that real. Uh, it was just good TV. That was the show that um, uh, Meghan Markle was on or What's she now? The queen, junior vice queen, um, duchess of Sussex. That's disrespectful. I did that cricket sound again, wasn't it? Ha! I'm back, suckers. But, um, yeah, so she was on that. And it was good. Even when it was corny, it was still good. Um, but once they left and they uh, replaced her and um, the other main character with Katherine Heigl, I was out. It was all good until it wasn't. And now for the final season, he's coming back. So I guess they're going to try to go out with a bang, but I got to like reteach myself to like it. Uh, still corny, still got decent episodes or whatever. Now that there's a huge like push to swear so much on network TV, they're letting them fly. But I don't know what it is. They could do without it, even though, you know, I still watch. So last season, I haven't caught anything live. I'll try to catch the finale live, but... In the event that I don't, you know, it's on DVR, but Mike Ross is back. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully they finish strong. I hate when finales uh, don't live up to the hype. Big Bang didn't live up to the hype. Um, but again, when you have 250 episodes, how much hype is there? Um, 
We'll see what Walking Dead does when they come back. We already know. I'm not going to say it. But we know what else didn't live up to the hype. So we'll see. Come on, Suits. Hold us down. Keep it all good. So I guess in the biggest news, um, Chris posts an episode about current events. And it's all good. And then right after that. Okay, I'm reloaded. Jay-Z signs the big deal. Talk about it was all good till it's not. My goodness, you got you got everybody saying everything. Man, the group chats were on fire. Flames, everybody had their opinion. It's people who never talk in a group that gave not only their two cents, but like two paragraphs. Everybody's thumbs were burning by lunch. Everybody spending their lunch break arguing about it. Podcasts were talking about it. People were writing articles. Famous people were talking about it. Infamous people were talking about it. Not famous at all. People were talking about it. Everybody was talking about it. Shoot, they even have clips of Jay-Z talking about it. Roger Goodell was talking about it. We saw Eric Reed was talking about it. I don't know who didn't talk about it, to be honest with you. It was deep. But I don't know if that's all good. It feels like everybody has something to say, but who's listening? Personally, um, I'm tired. Like It really bothered me. I guess if you're looking for my take on it, or if you're not looking, I'm going to give it to you. My honest answer is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to feel. Um, It took me a while to digest everything that was happening before with Cap. Not that I'm so positive or negative about it. It's just sometimes you just got to hear what's actually happening and see what's actually going on versus having somebody tell you what you're supposed to think or how you're supposed to act. And it just feels like with this Jay-Z thing, everybody wants you to know who's right, who's wrong. It doesn't matter why. This is it. These are just the facts. And I think there's, I hate to say there's both sides because, you know, but there are both sides to this. I don't know who's specifically right or who's specifically wrong or what this all means, but I know that it can't be solved in a day. It can't be solved in one press conference. It can't be solved in one you know, ESPN ticker. It can't be solved in one podcast. It can't be solved in 10 podcasts. It just can't be solved. And I feel like we're all going crazy trying to solve it. And obviously this is the flavor of the week, but it's a pretty aggressive flavor. I'm not sure. And I hope that's okay. It should be okay. I don't know why everybody's so pressed to have the right answer and the right response right away. Nothing gets solved in one day. It's the same thing with, you know, music and albums. Like everybody gives something one spin on one day, the day it comes out. And they make their decision for like the rest of their listening lives based off of that. Like, how does that happen? I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I'll run something one time and be like, eh, I like two tracks. I'm out. And since we're talking about Jay-Z, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I never really jump on Jay-Z albums or music until like the third or fourth time. Because those first time, I'm like, eh, all right, okay, cool. And the second time I'm listening for beats and music and I'm not like a music connoisseur. It's just how I roll. This is how the music hits me. And it's about the third time where I'll hear the lines that everybody has already retweeted and posted and made memes about. And they're like, oh, so deep. Oh, this is the 
Hold the God, you got to, this is the greatest top five goat ever. He's so lyrical bars. They don't even know the song, but they know that line. Like, okay, now I hear it. Now I hear the context. So like by the fourth, maybe even the fifth time when I'm writing something out or just hearing it, I'm like, oh, okay. Now I have an opinion. I like this song. Yes, because I don't like this song. No, because so even as something as fickle as music, now when you put it in the context of real lives and what it means for real people and what it means for people fighting, you know, the good fight in different aspects, why are we so expected to have all the answers right away based on news that we're getting, you know, in real time as it comes in? Personally, I need to take a step back and just gather all the information and kind of see. And that doesn't make me a super sleuth or anything like that. Or it don't make me important, but in order for me to be informed and educated, I kind of need to see a bigger picture. So let's see what this means. Let's see what the reform means. Let's see what he's going to do to make change. Let's see if it matters to him. And if it doesn't matter, like, let's see him say, yo, it don't really matter. I'm just trying to make this money and, you know, become an owner. You know, or if he's going to, you know, unveil a plan, let him unveil the plan. Because even if he brought the plan out, we'd still be judging him on the plan. Well, this plan isn't good enough. Instead, we're thinking of the plans in our head and contradicting that to what we heard or didn't hear. And we're trying to make assumptions based off everything. And that's tough. I just feel like we need to be fair to ourselves and fair to the process. And I don't know if that's a cop out or not, but... I just don't have the answer right away. There's so many people tugging me and telling me what I should think and uh, everything is black and white. So either I'm a sellout or I'm a coon or you know I'm super down and nothing matters. But I think a lot of stuff matters and it's okay if you feel, it's okay how you feel regardless. I mean, especially if you're not hurting anybody. Message! But at the same token, let somebody else have their opinion. Let somebody else think about what happens and let somebody like me sit back and see how it works and let me see the plans in action. I don't know if that makes me too late. I mean, but too late for what? Injustice has been happening for years. So if there's a plan besides, you know, blowing up everything completely right away, like something is going to take time. So let's take time and analyze and then we can say, all right, this sucked. This was bad. This didn't help. Um, but we're going to drive ourselves crazy if we just try to figure it all out right away. So I'm not going to figure everything out right away. So I'm, I don't even want to say I'm in the middle. I just, I don't know yet. Let's see. I'm not even saying let's give it a chance. I'm just saying, let's see what happens. Give it a chance means you, you hope everything works out or you, you're looking for the optimism. You just don't have the answer to prove your point yet. Let's see. I really just mean, let's see what happens. Let's see. And then we can react because I am struggling to you know, figure out which think piece I'm supposed to align to right now. So I'm going to just ride it out. I hope that doesn't hurt anybody's feelings. And if it does, it was all good till I said that. So boom. Okay, I'm reloaded. But this is just from football. So if it was all good, was it ever really? I don't know, but we're here. So let's see. So this podcast was all good. And I want to keep it that way. So before it's not, 
Let's get to some uplift. So I was talking with another old coworker of mine this weekend and he was telling me about some stuff at the old gig and how some people that we always thought were cool and who had our back uh, suddenly turned a new leaf and now they're crazy and now they're uh, off the chain and now they're um, just really tripping. And he couldn't figure out, you know, why this happened. I was like, well, you know, most of the management team that was there were horrible with dealing with stress. Um, first of all, they were horrible with planning. So they often ran into situations where they were behind the eight ball and they were stressed. And once they got stressed, everything became an issue. Uh, they started, you know, losing their minds and then it started rubbing off on people and you create this mini zombie apocalypse full of stressful, angry people. And often, you know, that mini world can fall down on your shoulders. And with all the upheaval and uprest that was happening at that job, uh, that's currently happening at that job, I imagine it's pretty stressful. And so, yeah, he was a nice guy, but it's all good until it's not. And when it's not, it's bad. So um, I had to remind him to, you know, just make sure that he one covers his own butt, but two, not get too comfortable with uh, anybody that's got any quote unquote type of power over you, because when it is not all good, you know, you're going to be in trouble. And if it becomes not all good for you, you have to watch yourself before you end up where you're not supposed to be. So just keep your eyes open and make sure you know how to handle yourself when it's not all good for them and make sure you know what your limits are too. But he'll be all right. We're working on a plan for him. Even though there was a situation that we were talking about that has some serious issues tied to it, a lot of these are lighthearted and just small examples of how Things are going one way and then they turn into another. Um, we obviously saw with the shootings in El Paso and Dayton that there were um, everyday situations, just life situations that were happening. And it was all good until it was not. And it got really bad. Um, the one man uh, in El Paso whose wife passed who didn't have any family. I mean, I can't imagine how bad that was and how hard that hurt. And to believe that nobody was out there you know by blood that was able to you know help bury her or you know just help them get through sadness was just disheartening you know it really hurt and you know for that man to kind of reach out like that and then just to see humans not suck for a minute people actually flew in people were touched by you know how they felt about what happened and how they felt about this man and his plight just to, you know, say goodbye to his wife who was taken from him. And they, you know, flew in, they flew to the area and they drove there just to support him, just to give him a hug, just to tell him, you know, we're behind you, just to say, you know, God bless you. Even if you don't have anything to say, sometimes your presence is just there. And like they did that for that person. And that's that's just amazing. I mean, it was all good for him. You know, we don't know what was going on in his life, but it was his life. Him and his wife were together. And then she's just gone. It was all good till she was gone. And he didn't know what to do. And then people showed up and showed out. And he probably still doesn't know what to do, but he knows that the world is behind him. And that's a positive feeling. You know, so 
for Uplift today, just remember that, yeah, it was all good. Until it wasn't. But that doesn't have to be the end of the story. Because it'll be all good again. We just have to make sure we keep our minds and our hearts open and our brains ready to accept that turnaround so that, you know, when it becomes time to be all good again, we're ready to move forward. And that sorrow, that low point that we were at becomes a stepping stone, becomes a point to talk about, becomes a triumph. There are so many things that we go through in life where we don't realize how bad it was or how hard we had it until we're through it. You know, and then we look back and we're, it turns into a a testimony. It turns into our joy. It turns into what got us through and what kept us going. You know, oftentimes we're stronger than we appear and we're stronger than we, than we know or we're stronger than we let on to be. And when we're not, you know, that's when we find out that there are people around us. This man had a whole world behind him and didn't understood, didn't understand where it came from. He just knew he was hurt and he cried out and people answered the call and picked up for him. It's kind of what Stuart Scott was saying in his SB speech. And, you know, I'm not going to repeat it and I don't have the, I don't have it. But, you know, when you're too tired to fight, somebody will help fight with you or for you. And so when it's all good and when it becomes not all good anymore, somebody will be there to help you turn that back around. And you make sure that when you see somebody who's in a rut or down, that you be that change agent, you be that force, you be that support, you be the one to pick up that mantle and and help them keep going. Because you never know when it's your turn. You might know when it was your turn and how you felt and how you received it. So go spread that back out and bring that joy back so that, yeah, it was all good. It wasn't, but it's all good again now. And it's going to be all right. Life comes at you fast. I'm just trying to keep up with yesterday. But I'll be back soon to unload some more of the good, bad, and ugly. And I hope you'll join me again. Because once it's all good again, I'm definitely going to need some more help trying to find out where did I park, park, park.